Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad you could join in today. In this episode, we'll continue to examine depression. Uh, Last time we saw some stats about depression, some classic signs of depression, and the possible factors that lead someone to be in a depressed state. There is an individual in scripture that faced depression and despair. Uh, I should have said that the other way, despair and then depression because despair can deteriorate into depression in a quick fashion. Elijah was one scrappy prophet in the nation of Israel. Uh, He lived in a time when the nation of Israel was far from God, and he stood in opposition of the wicked king Ahab. I mean, literally, he stood alone against the king. Just think about that. He stood against the king. He opposed the Baal worship that overwhelmed the land. I mean... He never feared the king, neither the king's authority or the king's men. And in 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 16 to 40, I'm not going to read all those verses, but I would encourage you to do that. The Lord used Elijah in a marvelous way. I mean, truly amazing. He stood up to the, the prophets of Baal, and he stood up for Christ, for the Lord, and he defeated 450 prophets of Baal. It would be hard to see someone get discouraged after such a showdown. I mean, it was it was marvelous, uh, miraculous. But that's exactly what happened to Elijah. After hearing that the king's wicked wife was out to kill him, Elijah ran for his life. He didn't stop running for a long time. He was nearly 70 miles into the desert before he stopped. When he stopped, he was exhausted and discouraged even more. His words now, in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4. But he, came, but he, he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. And as he laid and slept under the juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Elijah's circumstances definitely helped set up a path to depression. He was fatigued from traveling so far. His situation looked grim. And he was tempted to give up. Giving up can certainly trigger the onset of depression and then reinforce it. The process of giving up can manifest its way it, itself in a number of ways. Here's a couple. I'm not, this is not a definite list, but here's just a couple. Blaming others. When we feel down, when we are in a bit of despair, there's a tendency to blame others. We blame the people in our lives for not caring. We can resent their unwillingness to see things our way. And the reality is when you're down, you're not thinking straight. You're not thinking the right way. You're just focusing upon yourself more than anything. So you get upset with them because you don't think your way. Or, you know, they come through for us on our terms. You do it my way or you don't do it at all. And that's, I understand there's things in life that that's the way it needs to be. But when we are down, that's not the way it needs to be. Uh, we, we need to be not blaming others. That's never appropriate. The blaming justifies, we think it justifies, giving up. Blaming others started all the way back in Genesis. So we need to watch out for that, uh, blaming others. And then blaming ourselves. And 
Individuals who experience personal loss or disappointment often turn their anger inward. And I have seen this uh, studying for counseling and things. Uh, the, the inward anger that is their fault. And many people drift toward the idea that life has taken their turn for the worst because of them. Now, that's not to say that they didn't make bad decisions or whatever, but that's that's never the case in a situation where some experience loss and they've been doing well. If someone's husband or wife or child dies, that, that wasn't their responsibility. That's God's world realm. God's taking care of this. Um, so that, that that's some things that could definitely uh, affect the mindset. And then misplacing hopes is a huge factor as well. Uh, many who struggle with depression feel just you know, despair because, you know, their primary hopes or mating and joy in life have been placed in wrong places. Maybe their hope or joy was placed in a relationship. Like, we need to have good relationships. That's absolutely correct. But I'm talking now, like, person-to-person uh, -person relationships. Uh, that that's, that's not the place to place your hopes and joy I me mean, or joy needs to come from jesus christ that relationship absolutely will help us with that but uh, you know in the wrong relationships uh, maybe their hopes or joy was in a job and they lost it um, maybe uh, a house or something whatever it is they place their hopes in false gods of their own making psalms 115 verse 3 but our god is in the heavens he doth whatsoever he hath pleased the idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Uh, speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noises have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet they have, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them, so every one that trusteth in them. Now, the false god cannot provide us with any guidance. And unfortunately, there's been many who have put their faith, or not so much faith, their hope, their joy in false things. The Word of God provides us with the light of hope and will cut through the darkness of the night. Our, our false gods will never help us because they're false. They're, they have no power. I mean, that's, that's Psalm 115 just vividly declared to us. Uh, what they can't do, and they can't do much at all, can they? they they're formed by the hand of the person. Uh, so we need to watch out for that misplaced hopes. That's a huge factor. Uh, depression is a serious struggle. It's not a simple or quick solution. And particularly if a person has been in that state of mind uh, for a particularly long time, I mean, we can have bad days, and maybe even a bad week, and we, I wouldn't consider ourselves to be in deep depression but the longer we go into this depressed state of mind it's going to it's going to be hard uh, but there's encouraging things to know that god is in control and he he's there to help and he can provide for the deepest of needs and it is able to renew our hearts in the midst of great despair second uh, corinthians four sixteen, for which cause we faint not but through our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The process of recovery has to be built on the foundation of the Word of God. That means facing the truth, even though it will be painful and it will be uncomfortable. But we know 
that the foundation of the Word of God is true. It's not. It's the best foundation you can ever build on. Uh, we need to look to Him and, and His Word. We can begin the journey out of depression by facing despair with hope. Many who struggle with or are on the verge of depression have a particularly difficult time facing despair. But they can face it. You can face it with the power of the Lord. Romans 5.3 And not only so, but we glory in the tribulation, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience, experience, experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Facing despair is not an exercise in self-pity. It's, it's an honest and heartfelt cry of the soul that feels the heaviness of the situation. And it's, it's got them down and things, but they, they're, they're bringing it to the Lord and saying, Lord, help me. And like, just consider the Lord. I mean, the despair that he felt the night before he was crucified. He died uh, for the sins of all men. Matthew 26. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with them Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy, and said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Now Jesus didn't mimicize his situation, nor did he face the despair all alone. He shared the anguish of his heart, obviously with the Father, but with a, close, a few close friends as well. And there's no doubt when we're dealing with such things, we, we carry that burden and things. We need to be sharing it with others. Galatians 6.2 tells us that Christians bear you one of those burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. It's a responsibility of brothers and sisters in the Lord to help a brother and sister who is down in despair. It's only biblical. The words of Jeremiah in the midst of incredible despair, Lamentations 2. Their heart cried unto the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion, let tears run down like a river day and night. Give thyself no rest, let not the apple of the eye cease. Arise out in the, and cry out in the night, in the beginning of the watches. Pour out thine heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up thy hands toward him for the the life of thy young children, the faint for hunger in the top of every street. Instead of leading off deep depression and facing our despair, uh, we, we need to look to the Lord to help us. Uh, and he promises to comfort us when we're going through that, when, when we do face that depression, when we face uh, various degrees of despair and depression. He's there. And he promises to comfort us. Psalm 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now we understand the first part of that verse is, is about death. But the rod and the staff, they, they don't make any difference when you're dead, when you've passed on. Now that's a reference to when you're alive and you're traveling journey through life, the Lord is there. He cares. In Second Corinthians chapter one, verse eight, it says, For 
We would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed of measure above strength, and so much we despaired even of life. But we have sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and doth deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. I mean, this is Paul writing, and talks, I mean, sense the pressed out and despaired even of life and had a sentence of death. I mean, boy, that that's tough. They were facing some despair, maybe depression. They were down. But they looked to the Lord who would be with them. In our next episode, we'll conclude our study on depression. And I hope this has been a help thus far. And uh, we face it on times and we definitely will come in contact with people who are going through it. And I hope it is a help and an equipping of you to be the believer and encouragement God wants you to be. Until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.